0: Okay, here we are after party 18, where we discuss sessions 54, 55, and uh, an extended 56. Let's talk about the first one. This is called The Infinite Hero.
1: Liar. What a guy.
0: Oh, I love Tolstov. You did what a guy. Man, I love Tolstov.
2: So amazing.
0: So, So jump right into that, Leland. Tell us a little bit. Well, see, it starts out actually. I think Bryn gets a visit from Siari, if I remember correctly.
1: Oh, true. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. So what happened? Well,
0: I mean, we we listened to it. You guys so. listened to it.
1: Leland did an amazing job, like the description and everything. And then <laughs> I realized that Bryn was really by herself. And it's like, did she say anything? Probably not. She's by herself. Um, yeah, it was. It was cool. We kind of had this planned for a while though, but I didn't know how it was going to happen though, so it was kind of cool.
0: So, not knowing any of the, I didn't get to listen to any of the other stuff in the past, but I, it was a, you were stung by a insect of some kind, which has given you druidic powers.
1: There's like a wasp that kept buzzing, and it was like preceding these visions that I would have of CRE. Damn wasps going around and viewing powers on people. <laughs> I don't know. I guess so. It was maybe her like chosen animal form as a druid. How would I know? I don't know. I mean, maybe I would know. Um, and then, um, yeah, so Ciari, the first, was it the first two times I saw her? She was covered in the black goo and everything.
3: The first time she was just covered in, in the slime.
2: Slime, yeah.
3: The second time was the slime and, and the, the tendrils of seaweed.
2: Just trying to warn you. And you didn't her She was warning
1: and pointing to the storm. So, like, I will say that Bryn arrived to Pisces, as everyone knows, like, very frustrated and angry and pissed off and pouty and whatever. And then seeing Ciari sort of, like, snapped her back into, like, caring about what the crap that storm was and what was going on. So, yeah, she was a blubbering idiot for the first vision afterwards. But, uh, I come on, I, I did some good acting, no? <laughs> It <laughs> <You get> annoyed <laughs> the crap out of you, yeah. but yeah, like basically, it helped me play Brynn like she had a purpose for going into that storm because I think um, Shaft's purpose—I mean, correct me if I'm wrong—but your purpose was to get it over with and get Falsern back on track with you know, say she's dead and get it over with. Same thing with the house, Absolutely. right? So. Yeah. My whole purpose became, like, why did I care? I don't know. But then when she showed up and started pointing, I started caring. And then, yeah, I'm kind of mad that the the handprint washed off my armor. I thought that was kind of cool.
3: It didn't completely wash Not off. Not completely. It,
1: just it. it reminded me. I, I, like, pictured, like, Wilson, like, the volleyball and, like, the bloody handprint. <laughs> <laughs> like, a face on it. The headpan, The headband's pretty cool, too. Um, of course, when I'm describing it, I said twig and berries like a friggin' like <laughs> sexual reference. <laughs> I meant to say like nature and I said twig and berries. Like, oh my gosh.
0: So how long have you just known you were going to multiclass to a druid?
1: A while? Months? Really? Yeah. I think since I turned level five, probably.
3: Yeah, I think so. I can't quite remember the episode number that had that first vision in it, but it was shortly after um, the the Niyogi Cave encounter. So, yeah, a number of episodes ago.
1: I, th- huh. I think that I thought about it, and I think that I was jealous of Bill multiclassing, to be honest. <laughs> I thought it was cool, too. I, I was- thought I could cast spells.
4: I was going to say, I think you probably been planning it since about the the day after you found out that I multi-classed.
1: <laughs> Which it took me a little while to figure out cuz it was like so well,
3: Yeah, and and you know uh multi-classing uh is cool for one and also though dependent on your stats. So it kind of we kind of you or you came to the conclusion of the class that you maybe were interested in and then uh, you and I kind of brainstormed. Well, how does this really kind of make sense for Bryn? And that was True. kind of uh, that's kind of the 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 almost it's actually the the exact opposite of the way it worked with Falzarin. As Falzerin kind of fell into this opportunity,
2: more like he was pushed <laughs>
3: or was pushed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and then, but Bryn, we kind of ramped her. It was
1: like it. a reverse engineering of like, okay, so if I'm gonna be a druid because my wisdom is this or whatever, like who or how and what's my focus and like Ciari was never, it never said what she was in the past and it wasn't written into the history that she was a druid we just kind of, it fit Right. So, and Wood Elf, it makes sense
3: It led to a lot of excellent character development and character progression maybe is the better term for Brynn I, I mean, I I like how they all turned out, I think, yeah, I think you're your role play was was excellent in all the situations, absolutely. And again, you, yeah, like you said, you didn't know how the, the events, the exact events, were going to play out. I mean, you yeah. basically were like, "Well, what if like Sierra has something to do with it?" And and I mean and I ran with it. So
1: yeah, you do a good job of like. Uh, like you and Emily have talked about before, where you had some things planned, but she didn't know exactly how it was gonna happen. It's so, like when it's happening, you're like, "Oh, this is it! It's happening!" But like, you didn't say, "Leland, do this," <laughs> right? It's happening! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think at this point, everyone knows I can produce flame, you guys. I can produce <laughs> flame. <laughs> it's all I do what? All I do is cantrip all day.
3: <laughs> well, honestly, it really comes in handy quite quickly
1: it has a few times yeah <laughs> yeah i have been trying to start playing her since those visions as a little bit less uh evil and <laughs> i know that you laugh at that but i'm trying to play her as like a little bit less i don't know
4: you're more of like instead of a murder hobo you're kind of like an assault hobo now
1: what a hobo <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've tried to, like, not fight the good stuff as much or, like, to care about the black goo and stuff. I really do. I think I'm playing her like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Whatever. No, I've no,
3: noticed I, that. I, sure. I, I agree with you. I think there has a, there's a very clear shift in some of Brynn's motivations, absolutely.
1: Try, right? She's new to this whole being good, having a goal and purpose.
0: Yeah, I think you were sort of lost as a character at the beginning anyway, right?
1: Definitely. I didn't realize when we started playing how recently, like, my heist with Ciari was and that death and all that. Like, yeah, so it's really not been that long since she died either, so, like, it's pretty fitting.
4: Yeah, I we kind of yeah. came into Bryn's life when
0: she's going to a bad time. Yeah, sort of cycles around to and then after the CRA visit, we all discussed leveling up to level six. So we did get our our uh, level updates. Not a lot to talk about there, um, but no, especially <laughs> for me. But we did get some some cool little stuff here and there, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all of which you know thoroughly covered
0: in the episode. Exactly, exactly.
1: Paladins are cool, and all I gotta say is she better remember all those things <laughs> that are helpful because you definitely have a <laughs> lot going on. I'm like, holy smokes,
2: yeah.
3: Yeah, you better not forget that aura, considering where we left off.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, to start at a level six
1: is rough. You haven't been doing it for months to remember all those things. I at least can remember, oh, cunning action, Oh, this, that, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I read over everything every time before we play, just to remind myself. I mean, we wouldn't blame you if you start saying, uh, I'm
1: raging, by the way, or... (laughs) (laughs) Channeling my inner (laughs) gozer. The Cliffhanger's different without a to believe it really is you know <laughs>
0: so the rest of session fifty four is really hard to talk about because we've had the private discussion from Falsron and Brindle followed up by the Brin listening to the private discussion of Falsron and Brindle, and then Brin's private conversation, so it was a lot of most of the that episode was all private stuff. Is there anything we can talk about at this point? Since all those uh have been released
3: well i I'm not sure I will certainly say um I will certainly say that I hope Falzern is uh with, with the events of of session fifty six that Falzern is kind of thinking back on some of <laughs> the conversations he and Brendel had and maybe gleaning a little more information from s- some of the, the questions that Brendel posed. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Bill wants to speak about kind of the conversations that he had and maybe I don't know if Elena wants to share, but with Elena's little bit, uh I certainly hope the the listener is going like, What's going on? That's my hope at least, anyways.
1: Where it was like, um, the human that I ran into? Yeah. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah. I I was kind of playing I had some suspicions about Brendel, but I don't know if Falzerin did. I want to say that he didn't because when we were t- when we were talking, Brendel and I privately, also known as me and Leland, privately talking, <laughs> um, AKA. there was some information that I was thinking about giving Brendel. That was information only Falzarin knows. That is um, something that he's kind of kept secret for a long time. Basically, Ooh. a very specific thing. Sorry to dance around it, but John and I haven't heard any of this. So, um,
1: Brendel, Brendel,
4: yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, So Brendel knows like the the big picture of that, but doesn't know all the specifics. And Falzarin almost told him the specifics, but then had some pause. And and I kind of was talking to Leland, saying, you know, has has Brendel mentioned things that would corroborate more or less to Falzern that this is in fact Brendel it's not someone impersonate impersonating him you know and we came to the conclusion that yes Brendel had um he knew the names of people from Heraklion that that we would know other things like this that make it seem plausible that this is in fact Brendel but I was a bit suspicious. Um, I
1: will say from listening in, there were a few different things that you touched on that I did not. They were general enough that whether it was you keeping something from Brendel or whether it was something that you both knew, I couldn't understand it. You know what I mean?
4: So, yes, I did end up keeping that one final thing that I haven't shared with anyone so far in Falzerin's life. Falzerin did end up not sharing that with Brendel. Right, and I'm sighing a
3: huge sigh of You're relief happy at about this that. point. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so uh, Brendel, like Brendel, it is Brendel. So, like, yeah, your question made sense, of course, but the the scion, the deep scions are created. Uh, the the person who dies is transformed into servitude. So it is Brendel. It has all oh, of so Brendel's knowledge. A, ah, yeah. It's I not. See. It's not a replacement of Brendel. It is Brendel. Right. So that is why he has any of the knowledge that you would not want to quiz him about. That's like he because he knows it. He he lived it. He I literally mean, you should, you should
2: know it. that you're a deep scion.
3: Yes, so that's did true. Did
2: Falzarin <laughs> know Brendel before Brendel was turned, or was Brendel, as Falzarin knew, always turned? I don't know if we can know that.
4: That's kind of what I'm think Like wondering, you know, Good how long question. has Brendel not been Brendel, <laughs> Good or question. yeah, yeah, that's an interesting kind of thing we can theorize about
1: i will say something that doesn't give anything away to john and emily too much from what i overheard when i was spying on their conversation i found it interesting and very suspicious that Brendel accused campbell of creating the potions incorrectly and screwing that up and i thought to myself hmm how easy would it be for Brendel to be like, screw Shaft and Brynn, I hate them. They caused me the most trouble. Let's kill them. And like sabotage it. But then, I mean, in the store too, he seemed embarrassed. So maybe he's just not competent. Whatever.
2: But <laughs> Brendel, not competent? <laughs> no. <laughs> right? With his he, little sparklers. He has
3: sold this role of incompetency quite well, I think. He <laughs> really has.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. mean, there was some suspicion going into to the next session but you know whatever
4: now can deep scion do they have dark vision Mm-hmm. Ah. so
1: this whole time
3: what
4: a sneak
3: <laughs> i mean we can we can get to some of the stuff. so let's just continue yeah. to go back and move through the, we'll, we'll get to some brendall stuff i i want to talk about at the end but
1: do you think i should talk about my visit or no leave it you
3: can do whatever whatever you'd like
1: I kind of feel like sharing it with with the people, as long as you can play like you don't know. It's nothing too crazy.
4: I can try.
2: (laughs) I mean, if it's not something you want the characters to know, then maybe not.
3: (sighs) I will say that for Emily and Bill, it will not be any type of revelation. But for John, it will mean something to John. You, me to, uh, you guys can talk about it. I'll John's the one that off.
1: wants to play the character and learn how to. I think John
4: probably know it, is know things. the more capable of us. Yeah.
1: Basically, I got visited by Frederick Boddington.
4: Old Freddy.
1: Old Mister Boddington. Yeah. Who uh, who posted the job for fixing this black goo? Oh situation. yeah. Situation. That's where
2: I recognize the name.
1: And you know, Shaft said he met him in a brothel or whatever, but shaft obviously sought out this job posting um and he came to me saying that shaft spoke of me highly which is good but he's realizing how increasingly difficult this task is and he wants to offer us first of all his best wishes but he wants to offer us more (laughs) gold and uh says that he just really has port randis in mind and wants to protect his interest and so he offered uh-huh. me more gold in addition to the any magical items we might find and he also reoriented me and told me where to find these things these things being magic items yeah like i guess he has a nefarious past and like isn't proud of well, what he doesn't? did. but <laughs> stash some stash some stuff away what was the word Shikara? he used to till the heat wore off
3: <laughs> yeah. till the heat died
1: down um So Bryn's reason for keeping it private and also not rushing right away to that spot was just so that if and when this problem gets solved, we can go to these items. But when she goes to get payment from Boddington, she can pay you what you thought you were getting paid and she can pocket the rest.
0: That's exactly what I would do, too. That's the main Bryn's reason. character has developed,
4: but not developed that much. It
1: is exactly right. what I should do, being Brynn. Yeah. Like, to make the extra, yes. whatever, 400 gold or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. like, But it's nothing to create... I mean, unless he told Shaft something totally different in a different location, I don't know why he would play us against each other. It was more of, like, an increased money that I got out of it. I don't know what he told Shaft, right? So... Right. Listener comparing the two would know the difference. Um Right. Leland's smiling. So I mean, who knows? <laughs> 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 but I mean, he told me what he told me and Bryn's playing it as like a oh, I just want to make more money for myself, so that's why I didn't uh mention it.
3: Right. Very well. As so, you I, I will say b- sorry, before before you may or may not respond, John. I I would say that uh if you wanted, if you wanted to reveal what you have, I think would be appropriate for this. The point we have reached in the story, it may or may, I think it would be appropriate to share. But again, that's still completely up to you.
0: Yeah, I don't need to respond.
1: Oh snap! <laughs> All right. So Shaft again knows everything, and we know nothing.
0: No, I th- I think but- you're doing exactly what you would, do, what I would. Do do and what you should do and i think sakara would definitely tell and and uh, i think uh, Falzrin would definitely tell but i think you would probably uh as much as you dislike shaft and feel that he's always misleading you you probably wouldn't be so forthcoming with that until the right moment at least
1: right and i mean if i go to collect payment now that you guys know that, don't be like, no, 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 we'll go together. Like, just, you know, play like you normally would.
0: The only thing you would be worried about is if we is if we both went and saw Frederick Bonington at the same time. And then he goes, oh, and here's the extra money we spoke about. That would exactly. be a problem. Exactly. But for at, you.
1: at that point, I'd probably split some with Shaft and be like, for your silence. <laughs> like, you know, that's how Shaft and Bryn would understand.
2: Yeah, I think
0: that's good. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, anyway. as far as Shakara and Falzerin know, it's the 150 that was on the job board. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't know anything about any extra that you guys have been offered other than Shaft said that there were magic items somewhere. And actually, Shakara doesn't know that. I was going to say, maybe Shaft was
1: offered a different amount or some other promise as well, but he came to me with a certain amount, and that's what I ran with, so...
0: Well, I mean, it obviously wasn't... It was... Apparently not enough if he's willing to give some more money for it. so it He's wasn't worried because
1: of the, like, he's had word of or whatever, like, he knows groups are disappearing, things are complicated, it's harder than he thought, is what I got the impression of.
4: Things are okay getting worse and worse, and no one's getting closer to solving it, so.
1: It's a dangerous sort of thing. job.
0: Yeah. Well, it's easy for me to forget. I don't know anything about it.
1: Yeah, so then Boom. he came down and showed Gone. you all I'm a druid. Boom. Gone. Alright.
0: <laughs> Alright, so the next Foulson's thing we jealous. got to was our good friend I think it's Tolstoff Melodin? Is that the way he's? say it? Tolstoff. Yeah, Tolstoff. Tolstoff Melodin. The uh, Doc Elf guy who found uh, an arm. We we uh ran yeah, into him. Yeah, that's just
1: it. He found an Earned
0: arm. that yeah, arm. What are you talking about? Oh, wait a second. I said that wrong. Who had an <laughs> arm. That he uh. removed from a beast, not Erica, right? Because nobody knows Erica's the beast. Wink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of forgot that that
4: we're the only people that. Well, not even Shakara um, reminded us.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Anyway, the, so he shows up with this story about. Uh, finishing up the infinite storm or destroying it or whatever and one found a small island and with a hut on it saw a hideous creature and he killed this creature and got back in the boat yeah, traveled on the storm fell into the water and was recovered with the severed arm in his possession a fantastic story which Shaft.
1: That's just what it is. Shaft story. believes.
0: Uh, Shaft believes wholeheartedly. I believe Falzerin also feels that he's. We've met the uh, the criteria that we needed to to finish Erica off. But Bryn has a different
1: take on it. Do you? Are you playing Shaft that he wholeheartedly believes, or are you just choosing to believe against the odds because you want Falzerin to move on?
0: Shaft does not want to screw with Erica anymore. So I know, anytime I get the opportunity to say it's done, it doesn't, I, I think dead? I said, I don't.
2: Or that he killed her. Well, that, what are you that she's dead.
0: I think logically I'd make the assumption that everybody in that cave is dead. But yeah? there's a possibility of Gozer and or Erica being alive, but I Not don't anymore. If, if they're well at that point. If there was a situation where I think Erica might be alive, I certainly am not going to talk to Falsern about that because I don't want to have anything more to do with this. That's yeah. what I
1: mean. Is like you're trying not to let Falsern get his.
0: Yeah, you I'm going to try everything over... I do to convince Falsern that Erica's dead, and he started lead believing that in that way. So I'm going to support that at all costs.
1: Well, you all know yeah. my opinion from the episode. I think she wouldn't have planned that trap without an escape. But anyway.
4: I think, um Falzerin and Shaft, you know, don't believe this dude's story, but want to believe that Erica is dead. Falzerin's still a bit weary of fully resting, you know, back on his laurels and saying, Yeah no big deal. We don't have to worry about this. That's a an end that's that's uh tied off. But Um, so that's why I threw a potion at him because I thought, you know, maybe this is Erica trying to, um, play it off as she's been killed and, um, lay low under the radar and who knows what next. Um, I mean, that's what she was doing thus far. She was pretending she was this little old lady. So I thought, you know, well, Erica's missing an arm, so if, if Erica's using Disguise Self as this person, then one of those arms doesn't actually exist and it's just a, a an image that is being projected. So I threw the potion with the intent of this guy needing both arms to catch it.
2: I hope we don't regret that missing potion. Yeah. Well,
3: <laughs> I would assume that Bill's properly keeping track, which I doubt.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's actually true Looking at I'll, his uh, I'll remove that potion from the 50 others that Falzern has in his bag of holding <laughs> well I hope <laughs> you've
3: removed the, the the two from the coral urn that Bryn gave and drank yeah
4: that was yes helped herself did to you?
1: one <laughs> did you?
4: so yeah that was that was the last little bit of that Falzern needed to be like okay Let's go with, you know, the storm's gone, here's her arm, and this person who's got her arm isn't her um, being disguised, so maybe she is dead. That's great
0: news.
2: It seemed to me that the storm being gone would be a big sign that she's gone.
0: You would think. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So then, uh, after that, we sort of split up. Uh, Shakara, Brindle, Falzern, and Shaft went to see Campbell. And at the Golden Icker to discuss the potions of water breathing. And um, Bryn went off to get a little bit more information from uh, whatever his name was. I just forgot it again. <laughs> Tolstaff.
1: Signor Tolstaff.
0: <laughs> Had a, a conversation with Campbell. Campbell, uh, with the fantastic German accent, who buys his vials in bulk.
1: Yeah, such a good character, seriously.
0: Yeah, Um, had some conversations with him. Uh, He didn't seem to know a whole hell of a lot about the black goo, which was the whole reason we went back to see him. He seemed like he knew less about it than we did. We were basically educating him on how it worked. Yeah, that's true.
2: It's black. It's got (laughs) blood in it. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't know it had blood in it. Yeah,
0: but yeah, we did learn about the blood, and it was interesting when we poured it on the dead water breathing thing, whatever it was called. Uh, Breath you get pod. To, yeah, you got to see the breathing pod sort of reanimate, and so yeah, it was that was an interesting interchange, and he did give us some real potions of water breathing, and we like we talked about before, Brindle, obviously for whatever reason was not uh, making very good water breathing potions. And Shakira went back. She went to the, the, uh, what, what's the bar called? The Jack Deal. The Jack Deal, Jack Deal, and made a lot of friends there. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: You yeah. Know she how was I the do. life of
2: the
0: party.
1: You You're a loudmouth,
0: Bryn. You're a loudmouth.
3: That's all you are. You're lucky you haven't got your comeuppance yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, oh, is she to draw on this guy in the middle of yeah. the bar? Because that nah. would have turned very poorly for you I think. She said he I drew a sword for I got the information
1: first. I needed and I and I didn't care if they kicked me out or if I jetted like I was out. It's fine.
3: He did draw his sword, but he drew it to add to the flourish of his story. Yeah. Exactly.
0: But I think she may have thought it was uh
1: <laughs> Oh, I definitely Oh, definitely did and played it wrong. It's fine. Bryn bring can make the same mistake.
0: But lucky enough, you just pissed off a lot of people and they threw you out, and it really (laughs) didn't cause any big kerfuffle there.
1: This is where I understand you guys think I haven't changed, but just
2: uh, yeah, not not only that, you know, there's a couple other (laughs) things that happen, right? I know, I'm sorry. I just (laughs)
4: change takes time. It's okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um. Let's see. Then we. Went back and saw Campbell again. Picked up some the potion. Uh, we made sure we tested Bren's potion of water breathing, and essentially went to the salty Gemini since we couldn't go back to the Jack Deal anymore. And planned our. We had about a twenty-minute conversation of our plan of attack on how we were going to get in the boat and head back to uh, to yeah. the, the lake.
1: Which Leland will cut down to like five minutes, right?
0: <laughs> no, it was good. It Go was a good conversation. It. Which brings us now to episode, the last episode we just uh, we just did, fifty six, yet to be titled, right?
1: I th- I think we got the title. Do yeah, do session
0: fifty six, Kina. Yeah,
1: Krayla Kina.
0: So who wants to dive into this?
4: Well, we had
1: um, dive
4: to let the listener behind the curtain we just played and now we're doing the after party so Oof. unfortunately there's no uh no listener feedback or questions or
1: we have a lot of questions rules trust me.
4: corrections so we dodged that bullet this time <laughs> yeah this one was fun you want me you want that, me to that's go what you over call it? the uh <laughs> the synopsis <laughs> John. Into you that, into it, it well i don't want to step on story time with john's toes no no no
0: john's perfectly fine with somebody it's my stepping on my favorite
4: part of the after party. It is. It legitimately is. So, yeah, we, I was like, I was worried that I was going to get Falzern killed, but, um. Again. Yeah. I Why was not excited. Why play him so
2: brave? You
1: played him way too brave. He's not that brave.
4: Well, I think Falzern is is becoming more brave. And I think also, I mean, there was no other option, really. So we kind of hummed and hawed what we were going to do. We we took off towards um, away from Pisces, following the river. We were all in the boat. We come across this um, cultist who sees us um, and takes off. And we, we go after him in pursuit to try and, you know, prevent him from getting away in a and alerting some, some other bad guys or to, you know, question him and find out what's going on. But before we actually knew he was a cultist, one of the party members elected to try and slow him down by shooting him with an arrow.
1: He wasn't going to stop.
4: But you were gaining on him. All you so? had to do was tackle him.
1: Tackle yeah, him. but this way he
2: could just be down.
4: I, It's one way to go about it.
2: If you had rolled poorly, he would have been down permanently. Okay, but
1: tackle and hold someone or like injure them so then they can't get. Like, what if he got out of my grapple or something? Then he could run away. But what with if a he bad was leg, like a 12
4: year old teenager who was scared that once he turned around and you saw his face, you realized, oh, I've just shot an innocent young would person? would probably
1: feel bad. Like, she would act first, feel bad later. Layla
4: needs to start doing that. To punish yeah. Brynn for being a murder hobo. No. Having Brynn accidentally first, murder children?
1: regret later, you yeah. know? Like, come on. Anyway. It's the circle of life.
4: I'll try to leave my commentary out of the synopsis, but... <laughs> 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 That's how story time works. You gotta add that in. It's yeah. the
1: circle of life. So uh,
4: we, we got to interrogate this guy, found out he was in fact a baddie. And he first used the word Kralikina which Falzern recognized as being a word from a different language, sylvan, which kind of jogged his memory back to remember that there was writing in Isabella's original tomb. There was some uh, papers and whatnot that were also in sylvan, so he shared that with the party. So um, we ended up leaving that guy tied up, carried on to the lake, and um, decided Bryn and I to go for a swim, underwater, initially just holding our breath with a rope in tow. Made it a little ways down, couldn't really see anything, and then Falzran decided to fully commit. Drank his potion and threw up a uh, flaming sphere to light the way.
0: Or oh, I
1: thought you were gonna say threw up a mini horse. No. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bryn ended up um when Falzran's flaming sphere went out, ended up signaling the rest of the party using the rope. They followed. And that led us into this cave that we discovered under water, which led to above water.
2: So what do we think was that big shadow? I don't know that we want to know.
4: I Yeah? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Then
1: why were the bodies piled up inside the cave, like, why Well, they,
4: they've already been used.
1: They were used?
2: No, because when they're blood? used,
1: they turn into black goo, right? Like his poop or something, I don't know. So... Maybe they just drain the blood and feed the blood to the thing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like like a pile of bodies rotting ready to feed, and then they feed him. He poops out black goo.
4: I think they take live people and and drain them of their blood, and the blood has something to do with Kralikina. It feeds Kralikina or something like that.
1: Then how does the black goo get formed?
4: Kralikina has... Something to do with that, it creates it, or I don't know
1: is it her poop? I think it's her poop,
3: if you recall on the the floor directly uh like on that little cavern shore of the water, you saw black slime trails on the rocky floor.
2: oh, it wasn't like so a the, bloody body okay. the thing could go to the room, maybe it just likes the water better, but it could oh, go it on like land.
1: comes out of water. Like, yeah, a rep, like, a like a reptile.
3: Maybe, but the, the trail did not lead all the way to the chamber with the bodies. Right.
1: Oh. right. Comes to shore and is like, feed me, opens his mouth.
3: Yeah. <laughs> feed me, Sibo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If we have to defeat this thing in the water, like how? Ugh.
3: Yeah, you guys will die. Need to get some crabs.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, well, you guys are going to die.
2: Oh, I thanks, we, we need to try
1: and fight it the
3: story. on land. Yep.
2: Time to start season two.
4: Yeah. So next we see a little flickering of light down one of these three tunnels and a small hooded figure going in the opposite direction, which we follow.
2: So, John, when you were trying to do Find Object, Mm -hmm. what were you concentrating on? Yeah. The robe. Yeah, but you had us go off mic. The robe from Uh, robe? I
0: didn't have you go off mic there. Oh. The only time he went off mic is when I whispered something in the guy's ear. Oh, right. No, I was just Who's trying to road, figure what out concentrating on the guy that was running around in front of us. I was trying to figure out how to use, like Leland said, it's not person, it's object. So I was trying to figure out how I could try to find him when we went around the corner, right? Because we lost visual of him. Yeah. The, the problem, the reason I didn't want to necessarily do it was because both spells were concentration spells and we would lose our stealth. So once I decided to do Locate Object, we lost our stealth. Um, well, I just
2: thought it had to be something you were familiar with. Like it was somebody that you knew their cloak you were trying to concentrate on. I thought you had somebody specific well, in
0: potentially, mind. Potentially. Potentially. But that's not something anybody would know about.
2: It, wasn't, it didn't end up being who you thought.
0: I didn't... Well, not necessarily. I just brought it up to Leland if there was anybody there that... I, if it was somebody... It would be like if I was at the mall and I went, Oh, I wonder if I can locate Emily. And if you were in there, I would locate Emily. I didn't know if it would work. Yeah,
1: so you weren't thinking of Thuff, though. No. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, so
4: we... Instead of the locate, um, was it locate person. object? It's locate yeah.
0: object is what I was using. Um, yeah. yeah,
4: so instead of that pointing us in the direction that we saw the person disappear in, it kind of, they quickened their pace, which led us to think that maybe they were onto to us t- tailing them. Right. You sensed them off to the s- side of us. Was it our left side? Our left. Uh, yeah. I
0: think so, yeah, which is why I sort of thought there might be a hidden passage there. Yeah.
1: It just confused us more and delayed us going to where we probably would have ended up. I don't know. Yeah, it's confusing. I
0: mean, if we would have found a secret passage and opened the door, and there it was, that would have been pretty cool too. I just didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I was how, also you
1: know, trying to go to the left because I thought, let's follow this guy. But well,
4: yeah, yeah that was a bit um, confused. Yeah, because the the. It seems like the person we were following was Thuft, but we had to go right to find Thuft. So that's kind of a mystery that
0: we'll have to figure out next time. I mean, one thing I was was thinking when we were doing it, the the two spells that I had, Pass Without a Trace and Locate Object, it's sort of a weird, like, I think Elena asked the question, did you tell us I stopped using Pass Without a Trace? And I started thinking to myself, how would that be in game, right? You would cast a spell right. that did that gave you this all of us this benefit, basically made us all quieter in a thirty foot radius of me. And then when I changed the spell, how would I would, I mean, how do you think you should denote that to somebody? Hey, this noise that we've reduced now, I'm not going to have that anymore. Would you would you even state that or how?
1: Well, and like in game too, how would we know you're trying to locate object in game unless you're like, here, I'm going to concentrate on his cloak. And you didn't really say it out loud, so it's it's hard to know how to play that.
0: Right, that's why I said I I sense that he might be this way is all I can say. Because without going, well, I have this spell that I can locate object and I'm using the, you know, I just don't think you would do that. You would just say, it's like your skills, right? You have skills that you do and you're... Creating fire or whatever—it's just an accepted thing. I can track people. You, uh, th- thematically, you could say I was just tracking, like I was tracking people's footprints on the ground too. Yeah, right.
3: right. Well, I mean, passes without trace specifically also, uh, in addition to the plus ten to sell, that does uh, make it so you you literally don't make tracks. I believe that's in the spell yes. text. So if someone were chasing you, right. I think the idea behind the spell is that you cast it when you are being pursued, not when you are pursued, which true. is also a part of it. So if if that you know if the roles were reversed and zombie thuff was chasing you, I would I could have described well. You, you notice now once like you are making no prints, uh, you are you are much more difficult to beat tra- like that kind of stuff, right? Like we exactly. could expound on the spell descriptions in the like the you know. I think that falls under the rules as intended kind of thing, but again, it because you get this this skill bonus, like it can be utilized in a variety of ways, which yeah can sometimes make the, the 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 physical manifestation of these types of spells difficult to ascertain or
0: really describe. Yeah, I mean, it says right in the text gives you a plus ten bonus to dexterity stealth checks. And can't be tracked except by magical means. So it implies right there that you're being tracked. Right? And it's right. Pass without a trace. But exactly. you know, you can use it both ways, so I think we've only used it in the way to sneaky
1: stuff. Yeah. Because yeah, nobody's
0: yeah. ever chased us yet. From a certain from that chamber
3: from that chamber though, you guys left no tracks of the direction you headed from the larger chamber. That's so true. someone that may come in after you've left, they'd be like, Maybe you could pick up some of uh like your presence but as soon as you cast it and moved into that tunnel they have no idea where you went so it's still beneficial That's that true. is
1: good are we just calling him zombie theft is that is that a thing
3: well i don't know
1: i i kind of like it it's fine i'm just wondering
4: so yeah next next we this this terrible smell kind of knocks us back and the path forks to the left and to the right and um Falzarin takes uh, a few steps to the right to kind of see what he can see. sees that there's this chamber and then a second chamber that branches off that's got a bunch of bodies. And uh, Shikara senses that there's undead in there. And we also hear a bit of noise coming from there. Described as wood brushing against or grinding against, um, scraping against stone. Yeah.
2: And not having dark vision sucks.
3: Yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) It really
2: sucks.
3: (laughs) And now you know how Brendel's felt for 20 sessions.
2: Yeah, fuck Brendel.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Indeed.
2: That is
1: the way to say it.
3: Now, this encounter did not turn out like I thought it was going going to at all, just because man, it took you fucking forever to get in there.
1: It's true. Jesus <laughs> H. Christ. We had to chase down the random guy we saw. And-
3: I will say, so, uh, um, originally Uncle Vanette was not going to be a zombie. You were just going to find his body, and possibly be able to recover his sigil, but I needed something to make noise. So now, unfortunately, he is a zombie, and we'll be adding to the encounter for the next episode when you actually get into that <laughs> fight. So, some of your reluctance made that next fight more difficult. The find
1: object, I think, really added 15 minutes of like, what are we doing? Which way do we go? Do we well, stealth? Do we not? Do we?" It was super annoying to me. I was like, let's just do something. That's
4: a good point. Um, and I wanted to ask Leland, when you said that the object Shaft was tracking was to the left of us, did you mean to the left or to the right?
1: He meant the to last. your
4: left, the was orientation
3: in which you were moving down that tunnel to your left. Now, I'm t- OK. Unless I misinterpreted some of the slyness that John was trying to put across in front of you because of knowledge you all do not have. So maybe I misinterpreted that. But John is still being transparent or, or sorry, being opaque, uh, you know, in this brief conversation you had yeah. about it before. It does all make sense, yes. It does not. It makes sense that it doesn't make sense to your characters.
0: Right.
2: Okay. Okay. Clear as mud.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it is. So again, he it's thought not it was his cle-
1: halfling buddy. Whatever. It's his name not is.
3: clear. It's not clear what information your characters have as far as the locate object results. Um, right. Like, I don't think right. you don't know. You don't know that he casts locate object and was like, oh, well this thing that I think we're looking for is this way. Right. That's right. That's not, that's not the conversation. So really, really your characters aren't, shouldn't really be thinking about it. Right. Right. Okay.
1: But to me, Falzerin and saw a bunch of dead bodies. We heard a faint scraping. Who cares? Let's go the other way. Cause shaft also said something's this way. So I was like, let's go. But there was like, well, see the thing is, I don't,
3: is- I don't think that shaft really said Something is this way. He's like, hmm, maybe we should check for secret passageways here. Right.
1: Okay, so I misplayed that then.
3: Well, I don't, again, I I don't think it's, you know, I don't think we would call it a misplay. I just think that it's just some of that bleed through information that can often happen right. when you're playing. Yeah.
1: My guess as Elena is that he thinks it's Danzig or whatever, this halfling, like a small person in a cloak, he said, right? So...
0: So that's the thing. I mean, when you have those conversations, I, we I talked about this. I think the last after party, when you do something, do you say, "Okay, everybody, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing." I don't think that's appropriate. No. No. So when you get when you start, I think when your character goes, "I don't understand why this is happening," you don't understand why it was happening, and that's okay, right? Especially if it's yeah. something you it's not it's invisible to you, like when you go and listen to uh, Brin Brindle and and Falzern, you sneak up and listen to their conversation there would be no reason for anybody for Falserin to come back down and go, "Hey, were you up at my door listening to me?"
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. You
0: you just wouldn't. So there would be no reason to do it. So if I said, "Hey, I think I want to look and check for some secret doors here." And you may you may go, well, "You're wasting time. Let's go." That's completely understandable, but you don't have to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, and I can see where falls are in Shikara. You guys played it correctly. What if there's an innocent person in there and like yep. also don't throw a fireball if you don't know what you're doing or <laughs> like like whatever. And I'm like, it's a pile of dead bodies, who cares? Let's go. But it, that's me playing Bryn, and maybe that's my own opinion. It's just a shared opinion. It's fine.
4: Mhm. Did you just admit to yeah
1: i hate i'm so impatient (laughs) i hate all this like oh let's do no let's go let's go kill the bad guys that's why at the end when you were like come with me i was like fine and i just lit up a flame and like didn't care if then they saw who and where we were because i I was like screw you (laughs) you're gonna get us all killed
4: I think you also rolled a terrible stealth check anyway, so you're like, all right. Me? Well,
1: I roll, like, 20s, over 20 every time.
4: Oh, I thought you got a bad roll, too, I was, like, 26. So that, that was the last shove you no, needed it was for like Brain to twenty six That's enough.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I thought you must have rolled bad. No. When I roll with advantage, one of them's almost always over 20. I have plus nine to stealth.
0: Yeah, so. so the shocker, right?
2: When we yes. went into the
0: room. And?
4: and oh, thuft reveals himself from underneath the robe
2: first my long dead uncle like yeah. long dead
3: right yeah so refre- refresh the listener when was the last time Shakara saw uncle uncle unki Unc- v
2: uh, like 10 years i mean it, it she was little when he died
3: specifically where
2: out at out at sea at the infinite storm trying to save people
3: Oh goddamn, God damn goddamn. goddamn. <laughs> what are the chances? Thank you for writing that into your backstory, by the way.
1: You're welcome. I will say that when we saw theft, I knew Gozer was gonna be there. Knew it. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah.
3: And then
1: he grabbed her leg. Aw.
0: That was perfect. That was I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, day. John was dying. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs>
1: Dying just (laughs) like when Fuffed handed her
0: the pearl. That's right. No, anytime Leela does that heart streak stuff, it's great. I just (laughs) I like looking at everybody's face and everybody (gasps) Emily's mouth hanging open and it's it's awesome.
2: I was shocked. I was super shocked.
4: Yeah, I think that was some pretty good uh, a good twist for all of us. I did not see that coming. I thought there was maybe gonna be some bad guys in there. I thought there'd maybe be like like some undead I don't know. Like Did a... you
1: think there'd be a scion? Um, holy yeah. crap.
4: Biggest twist of the century.
1: I don't friggin know. <laughs> friggin Brandle. Friggin Brandle. Did you tell him that you're a deep wa- deep scion too?
4: Well, naturally he you know we know we deep water scions know each other when we You see knew each other.
1: he was a deep scion, you friggin' <laughs> idiot. We've had a mole, you guys.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, what a mess we're in. Because
1: you tell everyone Ooh. everything, kind of. You tell him everything. Yeah, you tell him everything.
4: I've, I've got some homework now. I need to go back and listen to every conversation Falzern and Brendel have had. Um,
1: <laughs> I will tell you in the conversation that I overheard spying, you call him your best friend like several times. Just well, brutal.
4: Falzern doesn't really have much, if any, suspicion that this isn't... I'm
1: just saying from Leland's perspective with like the knife already in your back type thing to just hear Bill say, well, you're my bestest and oldest and truest friend.
2: (laughs) Just so...
1: Did you uh,
3: feel bad
2: at all because of that, Leland?
3: Oh, hell no. I get one of them great big throbbing DM Remind me to
1: never play poker with you. You can keep a straight face. It's crazy. Oh,
3: Uh, man. man. Honestly, though, like... (laughs) You guys have made it a little easy, just just the way you kind of lash onto Brendel's uselessness. Like honestly, really, like sold a lot more of it than I could have ever sold. There were, I know, I kind of thinking back, I, I I I'm, I don't know if if maybe there were more points that I could have that Brendel could have injected himself a little more to, to further some of his own goals. But then I think, well, I don't know. I think he maybe just put in like just the right. I mean.
2: How many of his roles did you fudge to make him more useless?
3: Oh, I just depending on the situation, depended on what he what the outcome was. I mean the the very the real very first thing uh when, when Brendel first you guys found him in, in Port Randis on the dock, uh I mean immediately Brendel spoke with Falzern and and brought up and inquired about this bit of information that he wants. Uh, Which should now be very clear to and like, that's what, that's one of Brendel's main goals, is to get this bit of information from him.
1: Ooh, Bryn probably knows what it
2: is now, yeah. Did that friend actually die? Who knows? (laughs) You're like, probably not.
4: (laughs) I didn't like Memnar that much anyway.
3: (laughs) Well, um, if you recall when Brendel hung back in the first time you entered that, that tunnel river above, north of the lake, he hung yeah. back when he went yeah. into the Niogi stuff. And when Falzern came out to get him, he was gone, but was coming back yeah. from the direction of the lake. And thankfully, Falzern didn't question him at all.
1: Yeah, of <laughs> course mean, not.
3: Brendel obviously had a cover story. Um, but he was going to inform some of his fellow cultists about Thuff's grave location.
1: Was he soaking wet when Falzern saw Sol- him?
3: No. No, okay. he didn't go
0: into the water. He didn't. Here's into- that look. Uh-huh. Emily's got on her face right now. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, the, she, Brendel certainly didn't have, like, this master plan to do with Thus body, but, like, you know, this might be an okay thing to have in our back pocket to fuck with these guys.
1: So how would he have told someone about Gozer, a.k.a. it's got to be Erica that knows and she's still alive?
3: Well, where that following morning, uh, you guys all came down a little hungover. Brendel had walked into the front door of the tavern. He was out somewhere um, for who knows what? how long. Again, nobody questioned where he was. What? He just kind of came this in. Oh, that's Brendel. Hey, Brendel.
2: Yeah, we all discounted him. <laughs> oh, no.
1: I can't believe you had this plan from the beginning because.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, so, so, yeah, the potions he made so were devious. definitely just, he threw some herbs into a vial and shook them up. And, uh, <laughs> because he didn't care,
1: or because he wanted to kill us, or like us being dead would be to his advantage. Oh, he,
3: he certainly would have loved if some of you had died and was over ecstatic about Gozer. Oh,
2: 100%. Did uh, he intentionally hit Bryn in that quarreling?
3: He certainly did, yes. Yes, he did.
2: What? <laughs> and so he was like
1: throwing sparklers on purpose that Friggin'.
3: Oh, yeah, he is missing purposely all over the place.
4: Okay, I like Brendel a little bit more again. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs>
3: I'm
1: just kidding.
3: Because
2: he purposely hit literally... Brendel?
3: Literally...
4: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm kidding. I... Yeah, oh, man.
1: Bryn is not. Eh. What you see is what you get with her, man. She's not doing what he did to you.
4: Bryn's a deep scion, too. No. <laughs> Aldrin knows him when he sees him. <laughs>
2: Apparently not. <laughs> I can produce flame now. You like me. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, what the
1: heck? Yeah. It's so cool that you had this plan from the beginning because we really yeah. did create the problem, like make it bigger ourselves by discounting him, never giving him credit, never like we just totally ignored and didn't care. We didn't pay attention because we didn't care. We didn't think it mattered.
3: Right. Right. yeah and obviously <gasps> there was no hope in hell that Brenda was Brendel's quote-unquote cure for the Blue Route was going to do anything for any no. of them.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So that that sort of wraps
0: up basically what we're going to call chapter one of the story, right?
3: Right,
1: right. Chapter one.
0: Yeah. And so 50 uh, here six we are. Episodes. End of the year, and we're going to uh, sort of do a little bit different release session here in in the upcoming in december is that what we all agreed to
3: yeah because uh so after this release now we're finally going to release emily's one shot uh that that should only be two episodes and then we'll do a little after party for that and that will kind of be the true wrap-up of what we'll call chapter one and because we're we kind of want to do a a bit of a a bit of a rebranding right with the show Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I yeah. think it's it's been very clear, especially the long time listeners, that we've 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 progressed past the introductory teach like learn to learn to play kind of thing. I think we have for for quite a while. I mean, obviously we still go over a lot of game mechanics and stuff, but it's never. I don't know. It, it's it's really to serve a purpose, so we all understand it's not necessarily specifically for newer players and and the listener uh, in general. Yeah, yeah.
1: I agree.
4: Yeah. yeah,
1: I think we proved you can like very quickly, like know what you're doing. I don't know, Spellcasting right. is obviously going to be new for me and still a learning experience. And we won't take away from if I have questions or answering questions or correcting rules and things like that. Obviously, we want you guys to to know what's going on, but we're not beginners. We're very far from when we first met. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think I think you know we're 6 6 levels in and we've went over a lot of the core mechanics of the game at this point. And now it's much more about the story and the the drama of the characters and the things that are going on and and we sort of wanted to take a do a sort of a recap episode of everything that's happened up to this point to give uh, new listeners a place to jump in and sort of get a an idea of what had happened from the beginning all the way up to this point and then be able to jump into the story from here moving forward does that uh, sound like a good sort of assessment of what we're planning on doing yeah
3: that i think that's a, yep. a, a, an excellent summation for sure and it's uh i look i'm looking forward to put, putting the the recap together i'm i'm actually i'm quite excited about it and to listen to it myself and i think maybe a lot of it could be a great refresher for for you as players and Again, listeners who have been with us since since the beginning, so it's not going to be a clip show, right? We're not going to be putting together. It will literally be a, a, like a brand new production. It'll just contain information that we've already played through and relayed to the listener. So yeah, I think uh, it will be a great a great uh, jump in point for for newer listeners, as it can quite often be. Oh wow, there are sixty episodes in. This is a task and a half to, to, to start at the beginning and and try to catch up kind of thing.
4: Yeah. And I think our quality has improved, uh, like just from a technical standpoint, our, our audio sounds better than it, the initial little bit we've been making, well, Leland mostly has been making tweaks here (laughs) and there along the way with getting our, getting all the audio stuff to sound better and better. And I, I think Elaine and I have improved at role playing as well and we've gotten more comfortable as a group, so I think jumping in now would be great for people who already know they like RPGs and like listening to actual play podcasts and want to give ours a shot, but don't wanna wade through the first kind of first little bit where things are a little bit rough around the edges.
1: Yeah, I mean we can't all be Tolstoff or Campbell, but I mean we can try. <laughs>
3: man those are i don't know which one of them i like more campbell
1: i want to say you were good at tolstoff because it was like that you're just used to defending yourself to the death no matter what is the (laughs) truth like the truth doesn't matter like just listen to you know t-hug Hub.
3: is our tag our, our tagline Teahead podcast where the truth doesn't matter. Exactly. I felt that coming. I just didn't know if she was going to say
2: it. Uh, <laughs> the only reason why I said it
1: is because I knew it was true and funny. But to be, yeah, I mean, Leland could call me out on not actually listening to it.
4: I thought Campbell's accent was hilarious. Oh, it was so good. And uh, what it was the comment that out you
3: surprisingly well?
4: Yeah, the comment that you made when you tasted your own potion is something. I think you said it had legs or oh, something. Oh, it like had great legs. Yeah, he was giving it the legs. swirl in the Yeah. Glass. Oh, man, that was awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the other comment that you made as Brenda, where you're like, if you'd like a third. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on!
4: You practice some magic. But you're yeah. a deep sigh.
1: On, no thanks.
3: Yeah. What? Well, oh, I don't know. Maybe Brendel, if he gets a little too excited, he accidentally transforms. Who knows?
2: <laughs> oh,
3: gee.
4: Glad we didn't have to find that out the hard way. So,
2: is he not married then, or was the the original <laughs> Brendel married? Asking for <laughs> a friend.
3: <laughs> well, that uh, that may call into question a, some of the the mutual acquaintances that falzern and brendel both have i mean Ooh. who knows what influence brendel's deep scioniness has on one i mean falzern's life depending on how early he succumbed to the the ocean's depths and was transformed i mean he's been with Falsey for for years and yeah knew that falzern had some you know th- this information that that he now needs, like, who I don't know. Who knows?
2: Was there ever a period of time that falls and can remember that Brendel went missing?
3: That's a good
4: question. I don't that know. That is a good
3: question.
2: I don't know.
4: It really depends on, um, you know, how long Leland wants to say that Brendel has not been Brendel.
1: Have you guys been given your deep scionness by the same entity? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should ask that entity.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'll send off a, a Scion Blast email to, to the rest <laughs> of the group and ask
3: them. Well, who, who, I mean, who knows what transformed? I mean, was uh, I guess it was probably pretty clearly, like, Krellakina. Kraylakina. Yeah.
2: Would you be using C-mail for that?
3: C-mail.
1: I mean, this oh, all happened because uh, we were talking about how our role playing's improved and uh, I like Shakara's voice. I know it's hard for you yeah. to remember sometimes, but it's pretty good. <laughs> no, I never forget her voice. <laughs> oh, you definitely did. Just, just this last time. <laughs> uh, whether it stays in after the edit, I don't know. Probably Leland doesn't cut anything out when we want it. Without.
2: Leland cut that out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, I'm, I'm afraid because you've directed me to do so. I am unable to fulfill your request. You sound
1: like Brendel. Stop. I'm having PTSD. Well, I'm, well, I'm afraid.
3: Uh, uh, no, no. Brendol has, has more oh, of a, a no. bit of a stammer. Don't do and, uh... it. Don't do it. Oh, I can't.
1: Oh, It awesome. really is like shocking right now because it just oh, happened. Like it, that cliffhanger just happened, people, an hour ago. <laughs>
0: So I think that pretty much is everything we want to talk about. The release schedule in December will be a little different, right? We're going to do uh, releases on Mondays through the last three weeks of December. Is that what it is?
3: Yeah, yeah. Po- possibly all of December. I don't know. We'll we'll see how it falls. But yeah, it'll probably be down to, to one a week in December.
1: We like the idea of the new chapter in the new year, yeah. basically.
3: Right. Yeah, yeah i Stretching time until we hit the new year.
1: <laughs> I will tell you for a fact, after this cliffhanger, I am not bored with this campaign at all. I am into it. It is so good. Oh, There's a lot man. of twist.
0: There's a oh, lot yeah. of things yeah. I want to see how it plays out.
2: Yeah. Yes.
4: Yeah. Some, good some, job, Leland. Some gold would be good, too.
2: Oh,
1: God. <laughs> You're only gonna get what you think you're gonna Where's get, the all right? Witch the rest stuff. is for me.
4: No, Falzerin. Well, I don't know if I should say Falzerin if I should say Bill. I don't really even care about getting rewarded for quests. I just am enjoying the story and want to find out answers to the many questions. <laughs> I hope Falzerin's pretty damn shook. Yeah. Oh,
1: <sighs> I know
2: Shakara is.
4: Did not see that coming at all.
1: There's just more questions, really. Even the answers we get, there's yeah. more questions.
4: Yeah, that's how you do it. Well done, Leland. Absolutely. Fantastic. Please pause for an important announcement. Hey everyone, Bill here. I'm the voice inside the head of everyone's favorite wizard, Falzarin. Ah, what a dreamy, dreamy half-elf. Anyway, just wanted to put in a quick plug to give all of you loyal listeners a heads-up about a contest we're going to run in December. I'm really excited for an opportunity to give some love back to the folks who enjoy our show, and I also want to take this time to emphasize how much we love each and every bit of feedback and interaction we get from all of you. Please, please, please keep the comments and questions and crazy conspiracy theories coming. We love reading it all. Or if you just want to point out that Leland is stingy with his gold, we'd all love to hear that too. So, back to the giveaway. I'm really hoping to have it open internationally, so any listener anywhere has a chance to get some sweet, sweet D&D swag. We're shooting to have three different gifts for folks to win, all of which are things that I think anyone who loves RPGs would be pumped to have. But you'll hear more about that later once it's contest time. So that brings me to the point of this, which is that I wanted to acknowledge all of you awesome people who've been with us since day one, and I want to give you all a chance to get a bit of a bonus in the giveaway. We agreed that it'd be best to keep things simple, so all you have to do is send us a message including the words King Gozer. You can send an email, a tweet, DM us on Instagram, Facebook message us, however you want to get in touch. We're easy to find. Just go to incorrigibleparty.com. That's it. That's all you need to do to get a bonus entry into the giveaway. Take care, listeners. Best of luck.
3: Is that all that we did? You guys have any more questions that you wanted to ask? Or are we, so we many questions.
1: <laughs> I want to I'm know. I'm sure I'll have more after I listen You didn't the tell answer. us that you knew it was your uncle, but we can tell it's Dragonborn, right? So, like, we don't even know that yet.
2: You did didn't even get a chance up. to say that you yet. Held your
1: hand up, yeah.
3: Yeah, you very, very quickly like went into like you know protecting Brendel or what you thought was protecting. Anyways. Shaft yeah. also
1: yeah. seems like he never went into the room with us.
3: Yeah, he That's has right. yet to see Thuft and Gozer. He certainly heard the the thunder wave, though.
0: Yeah, I, I looked that up when we did it three hundred feet. I figured the whole damn place was gonna. I was gonna bring that up when it, if it came back to my turn, I was gonna say so. I heard this. Massive thunderclap. Uh, and then uh, I'll probably think something's going on. <laughs> we'll lead in chapter two with Chaffany like,
3: I wonder what that noise was. <laughs> <laughs> probably nothing. Brendel being like, I've had it with you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> have,
1: we flooded. really should have killed Brendel. We've been saying it. I've been saying it.
3: So many Just times. Just murder him in cold blood.
1: We've just left him by himself several times. Oh yeah, guard the boat. Yeah. The
0: important thing to note <laughs> anytime we get a new NPC that comes up we make sure we kill him.
1: Yeah. Then, uh... There we go. <laughs> no,
0: Tuft was Tuft was one of the good ones.
2: Yes.
1: I did like the idea that the cultist would happen to be, you know, alebender and we would get free beer and like found the flower and
3: Oh yeah, just completely cut out the possibility gold. of that story arc. Yeah, that yeah, would be a great idea.
1: Totally makes sense. <laughs> That's the kind of twist I like. Hundred million thousand gold.
0: <laughs> okay, I think that wraps everything up, and we will will we be doing another after party? We'll do one more after party after the uh, after the one oh, no, right? shot. Mm-hmm. After those, release? yeah, I think so. And yeah. then uh, and then we'll be back with everybody with. Fantastic new chapter two content at the beginning of the year. So we'll wrap it up. Let's we'll see if we can do it. I've been John and Shaft.
2: I've been Emily and Shakara.
4: I've been Bill and Falzerin.
2: I'm Elena. I play Bryn.
4: And I'm Brendel Scion. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 oh yeah.
2: <laughs> happy adventuring. Yeah, happy That's what adventuring. I was <laughs> Geez, Leland. See you in chapter two!
3: And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical mm-hmm. inquiries, contact James Mercy Music at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragable Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at incursibleparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us. Contact at incursibleparty.com or reach out on social media. The Incursible Party on Facebook and Instagram. At Incursible on Twitter. Using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout out during our behind the screen after party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring.
4: That might be the safest option. You're the person, certainly, I trust more than anyone else that I know, Brendel. <laughs>